0: Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Ness Blackbird. He is the CEO and founder of Blackbird Code. Ness realized that there were no good systems out there for learning code at home, and that was his inspiration for creating Blackbird Code. Blackbird Code is an educational technology company based in Portland, Oregon, that gives every student the friendliest experience as they learn to code. Ness's sole desire is to give the world unprecedented access to computer programming education. This app allows students to learn quickly and effectively, and teachers don't need prior coding experience. Blackbird Code has an innovative approach that is currently being used in K-12 through schools, after school programs, different homeschool programs, and by individual learners around the United States. In this episode, we talk about how every student, 6th grade and up, can actually learn to code. Also, how kids inspired him to create his content because he realized There just were no good systems out there for learning code at home. And lastly, how many autistic kids have learned to code on Blackbird? That is awesome. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Ness has to say. Let's get into the podcast.
1: Say hello to our guests and tell us what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners.
2: Hi to all the parents and learners out there. Really great to get to talk to you. My industry is coding education, which is a very strange world. I can tell you right now. Um, And if you really know what's going on in coding education, you know, there are no fun facts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What there are now, I just want to I just want to get this out there to clarify for everybody. I'm autistic as an autistic person. It, I'm very blunt and direct, um, <laughs> and you know I I probably don't talk about this kind of thing the way that some people do talk about it. But that's just my particular style. For the parents of autistic kids, I would just say, hey, autistic kids can be incredibly successful in life I've been very successful in my life and I mean okay there've been some challenges <laughs> I wouldn't say there haven't been any challenges <laughs> but uh, okay um, I the the world of coding education is described by two falsehoods mm. there are two things that really create the world of coding education that we know and the first falsehood let's just call them lies mm, okay yeah let's do it <laughs> the first lie is that everybody can learn to code mm. now that is I mean by me saying that all of the people that, that I work with all around the country they're all going oh no but let me let me say what I'm talking about I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of people who have tried to learn to code and have failed and given up and said I just can't do this I'm not the right kind of person blah 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 yeah Um, yeah the ones who have succeeded one percent of Mm. students in high school learn to code one percent that's it
1: wow that's a huge difference like Wow, you're you're that's huge, that's huge. So, what's the focus of your work? What you do is you teach coding, and what kind of coding do you teach?
2: Okay, so I haven't gotten my second falsehood yet. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just got because ahead they, of myself. They, <laughs> they go to they go together. They're a pair. Got um, it. <laughs> and the other one is the okay. So you say I here. I'm saying coding is really hard. Lots of people can't learn it well. Why is that? The mm. second falsehood is the why. Mm. And the why is because we make it that way on purpose. Ooh. Right. Un-
1: yeah, unpack that.
2: <laughs> okay. When uh when an engineer is coding, an engineer is a person like myself who has been coding for years or decades and you know everything you're doing when you're an engineer and you're using these kind of systems you don't need them to be friendly you need them to be fast and your documentation everybody knows that the documentation is super unclear you just kind of get used to it because the people that wrote the documentation are engineers Mm -hmm. and the systems that you're using are super unfriendly they are awful they are frankly awful. No I'm, ju- I'm completely serious. They're awful. And you just get used to it. You're an engineer, you get used to it. And guess what? what? When you're making the si- <laughs> yeah, you know you- <laughs> <laughs> when you're making the systems, when you're designing and building the systems that people learn to code with, if you're that engineer, you it was hard to learn to code. It oh. was hard for a lot of us. And we don't particularly I don't mean to be insulting any particular person here, but yeah, this yeah. is the world of coding education. We don't particularly this is a secret, so don't tell anybody. But we don't really want a whole bunch of people learning to code. We don't really want it. We like it how it is. We're special. We're smart. You know? We don't want we don't want to like turn it off, we don't want to open it up so the whole world can learn to code. If we did, we could do it. We could do it. Because the thing is, and this this is the absolute truth, this is the absolute truth, we are teaching all around the country, all around the world, we are teaching coding using these engineering systems that I've just been talking about. That is what students have been learning to code with.
1: Ah uh, it, it makes total sense now. Like now I I, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. because I know I've tried so mm-hmm. I'm I'm of the generation of typewriter to word processor to the to the mm-hmm. first computer. Mm-hmm. I was 15 years old sitting mm-hmm. in my classroom mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I went from a typewriter that I would have to like slam down to trying to get the <laughs> keys to go down to My teacher Mm -hmm. saying, we're getting a word processor. So the word processor Mm -hmm. came in and that was a really cool thing. And in the same exact year, we got our first computer. So the word processor went out. We got Mm -hmm. this box, this small little box. And we had to learn to code up because Mm -hmm. Microsoft had not even created icons. And Mm -hmm. again, same exact year. I'll never forget because it happened so quick all of a sudden my teacher comes in, guess what guys, we don't have to code anymore because um, Mm -hmm. Microsoft, the guy named Bill Gates has done it for us. And now he put Mm. it on a software. All we have to do is put it on this, Mm. the soft, you know, the the soft drive and put it in and we can upload it and we don't have to do anything. And I was like, oh my gosh I was like so I learned C++ like I remember C++ like (laughs) literally sitting there Uh like coding everything that every icon Mm -hmm. lotus123 word perfect like all Mm -hmm. the old school names and like everything we had to literally put everything on our computer and Mm -hmm. um so I remember just like like having my little cheat sheet and like having these books and just learning all that and I thought it was actually kind Mm -hmm. of cool because I really loved the the fact of creating my own screen the Mm -hmm. way it looked Mm -hmm. but um when Bill Gates came out and he did it we were all like Mm -hmm. we can move on to other things but But I'm thankful for all the coders honestly because I know it's definitely it's gotten so much more advanced now I mean the Things and technology I was around I know I was around when um Donkey Kong was at like what 32 bit or something and that was like revolutionary (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) it's really cool so how did you get what inspired you to to get into all this and to help kids learn to code
2: well it was when I realized that we're just teaching it all wrong I mean, mm. I, when I was learning, I mean, I learned to code back in the eighties mm. um, and, you know, uh, first of all, let me define the term. What is coding, right? For those, for those who are not familiar with it, coding is not what you do when you turn on your computer and you do stuff, right? <laughs> coding is what you do to make the computer work, right? right. So you write your own game. That's coding. Okay so you're writing your own algorithms and right. so you code using a programming language they're called languages but they're really not languages they're codes but you you know you code using a programming language and these this, so this is a system that lets you create your own whole program such as in the case of students normally a game
1: oh um, so cool
2: Because, you know, students that are going to write their own programs, they're going to write a game or maybe like an animation, stuff like that. Right. When they grow up, then they can learn to write boring things like accounting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so um, fun.
2: But when I was learning to code in the 80s. It was really, really hard because there were all these super unfriendly systems. And it was really hard to learn to code. It took me years and years. And, you know, these are, you literally, you spend months and months just banging your head against the wall, trying to figure out what you're doing wrong. And if you don't have somebody who can help you, who already knows how to do it, it, who's really a professional, then it's extremely hard. And most of us just learn it the hard way. It's a painful, painful, difficult process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: But. So this is now, it's now 40 years later, and I was, okay, 10 years ago, I was teaching my kids to code, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the same way that the the systems (laughs) that they have for teaching coding now are the same systems that I was using in the 80s. They have not improved. Everything else, the computers have gotten friendlier, right? Computers have gotten friendlier. Not coding education. It is stuck in the 80s. Wow. So- that's the problem. We're still using these super unfriendly systems. So, you know, you have to design and build friendly systems for teaching coding. And then guess what? Everybody can learn to code. It's not just the smart kids. It's not just the 1%. Yeah. So
1: that
2: so so the second falsehood is that the reason <laughs> that it's so hard to learn to code is not Because it's just hard. The reason is because we're making it hard on purpose. Yeah. So we have to, we, the engineers of the world, have to redesign coding education systems to make it friendly. If you, as a parent, I'm speaking to the parents out there. If you, as a parent, find it really, really hard to understand what your kid is learning in the coding education world, you're using the wrong program. You should be able to understand it. The teachers should be able to understand it. Even if they don't have a coding background, then the kids can pick it up. We have at, at, in, in Blackbird, we specialize in teaching. So so my business is Blackbird Code and we specialize in teaching all the kids to code. We did a pilot with over a thousand kids with eight different teachers over the course of a couple of weeks in the spring this year in 2023 and 89% of the students completed the entire curriculum successfully they built a program simulation of a magnetic rocket that, that wow. flies up in the sky and then because it's magnetic it, it falls back down <laughs> so wow. it's not it's not, a, it's not a good rocket but it's a good simulation yeah yeah yeah. and uh, so it has you know gravity acceleration velocity, all that kind of stuff. 89% of the students successfully built the whole thing. Most of the rest, most of the rest of the kids did most of it. So it's very successful. All the kids can do it. All the kids really can learn to code. You, the parents out there, your kids can learn to code. It's just that you need friendly systems for it. When the kids are younger, up through like probably fifth grade, depending on you know, circumstances, you want to use graphical coding. Okay. Mm. Um, Graphical coding is not real coding. It's Mm -hmm. a lot more friendly and easier. And the whole world of education, everybody knows that everybody can learn graphical coding, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not real coding. Okay. It's just sort of, it's basically, it's a, you know, gaming systems that teach you a coding mentality. That's cool. Once once you get to like sixth grade or so, you know, you as the parent can decide once you get somewhere up in the into the middle school range, your kids are going to want to start learning real coding, which is text based coding. And when you do that, you need a system which is friendly. That's awesome. that's That's what we have tried to design is a system which is friendly, which, like I said, everybody you know, basically all the kids who have used it have been successful, have learned the basics of coding. The longer you stick to it, the more that you learn. It's not like, oh, it's just a walk in the park. Right. But it's easier than math class. Let me put it that way. It's easier than math class.
1: That actually says a lot, you know, as you were talking, I, I thought of Albert Einstein's quote where he says, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And I was like, wow, if you can explain it simply, then you truly, truly Uh do understand it. So I think that's fantastic. And, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying. A lot of times we also Okay. So I'm two things. So I agree with what you're saying a hundred percent, because a lot of times we want things fast. We want to be able to learn them fast. And I see that a lot with my students. Like I teach physics and they come into my class and if they don't understand one little nuance, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know it. I'm done. I'm thinking, right.
0: um, you're 16. Like
1: when did you ever even like learn physics i'm like have you spent years in this like did you just not hear for the first time like the different laws of thermodynamics i'm like or have you did you grow up with this you know like and i have to like almost bring it down to their understanding where it's like you can't just look at something and then just give up like you need perseverance Mm -hmm. and i think that that really distinguishes people like you know that perseverance like if i'm yeah. going to learn something okay mm-hmm. i get it it's going to suck <laughs> it's <laughs> probably not going to be the best thing but a lot of times those things that are more challenging bring us the most like yeah. reward and the most yeah. fulfillment and we're yeah. able to do really awesome things and i mm-hmm. think this mm-hmm. generation right now is a very bi- is a very microwave generation where mm-hmm if it's not done in 30 seconds or less, if I don't understand it w- within 4.5 seconds, then I'm done. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. if I don't see it and it doesn't attract my attention in 2.3 seconds, well, Oh, all right, I'm done. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's actually not life. You're going to end up being mediocre at best, mm-hmm. you know, at anything. And I, I love the fact that you're taking that difficulty. You're, you're, you're clear. You're like, this is, it's outdated. It's, it's, 40 years old and they're probably doing that to weed people out because they don't want everybody in the, in this industry. Right. And I could understand mm. that because mm. some things, you know, I don't know if I want a 15 year old coding everything in the whole entire world. You know what I mean? Like, uh-oh, was <laughs> so like, eh. but yeah, I totally get it. But coding is definitely where our future is going. A hundred percent. We are such an information age society yeah. right now. It's, yeah. it's a big deal.
2: Right. And so if this is a skill, this is a skill that kids need and we can't be accepting that myth that that it's just too hard to learn. But you have to you have to use a system which is not too hard to learn. And so So like I said, so so like I said, you know, you want to start kids on graphical coding, especially when they're younger. But as they move to text-based coding, text-based coding is going to be a challenge, but it doesn't have to be that bad. And the reason is just because, you know, nowadays we have friendlier systems in the computers. Computers have gotten more friendly, you know, educational systems. You know all about this stuff, Bex, is that educational systems on the computer have gotten friendlier and friendlier to the point where, honestly, you can learn math pretty good. From a program, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. In, in the old days, there were math programs. We were going to learn math from them. I mean, <laughs> you know, you could play with them and they might be yeah. great, but you learned math in math class.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. you
2: know, so, but so, you know, co- computer-based education has really improved just for the most part, not for coding. So you need to find a system that is going to be friendly,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and and you're so right. It also made me think of like how education is really now more functional versus I guess academic. And if you, if I, if I could say that right, like Mm -hmm. it's definitely more. Like more applicable like it's Mm -hmm. more functional it's applicable where kids um kids young adults adults in college
0: yeah
1: i've noticed that you a kid might not do well in regular school but they get to college and they do phenomenal and that's because Mm -hmm. in college it's applicable now to their Mm -hmm. real life when we start doing that younger like Mm -hmm. showing them okay guys our future is going toward we're in the information age and it's just it's it's only going to get even more deeper into that so when we teach them something very functional very applicable to today and it gives them the the empowers them to be able to be part of our future i do think that's going to that changes their paradigm on learning and understanding and wanting to move forward knowing other subjects in fact if we can teach them like okay so this isn't going to be the the best, you know, it's, it's going to, it's going to challenge you. They can, Mm -hmm. they can actually apply that skill of overcoming challenges to Mm -hmm. other things. Mm -hmm. And I love it. You know, my, my next question is always, how does your work help with learning challenges? I mean, I, I just, you kind of talked about that right in the beginning, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) yourself being, um, having autism, you know, Mm -hmm. and just being able to overcome that and just, And also the majority of our brilliant people who have Mm -hmm. changed the world were somewhere on the spectrum. Every single one of them. Uh Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, look at Elon Musk. He has Asperger's, Uh you know, like Albert Einstein
2: was autistic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they all were like, it's, it's Uh like when you find those people who were so, great in this one thing it's because Mm -hmm. you know and i don't look at it as a disadvantage i actually look at it as you know an an Mm -hmm. advantage because even like kids with adhd and add like instead of like like i want that shift of the mind to like go you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's not it's nothing bad like we just have to learn how to help them navigate that you know like i would would be it would have been considered high, you know high energy unfocused but <laughs> when i was painting and when uh-huh. i was doing things with my uh-huh. hand i became extremely focused right and learning uh-huh. became very easy and it happened right. quickly right? right so it's like i couldn't right. learn because everybody
2: learns a different way right i mean everybody's gonna go gonna go at it in a different way
1: yeah you know it's and you're oh my gosh 100 percent ness it's i went through all of high school all of Mm. all of elementary all of middle school all of high school thinking that i didn't understand history that Mm -hmm. history was away from my grasp i'm never gonna get history and i got Mm -hmm. to college i took an art history class Mm. and all of a sudden guess who learned history (laughs)
2: this girl (laughs) so so did physics come more naturally to you like yeah like physics is Uh yeah
1: Yeah. it's really interesting for me physics is much easier chemistry Mm -hmm. is much easier biology is way harder for me because Mm -hmm. biology doesn't for me in my understanding of things physics and chemistry have laws that you know they they consistently Mm -hmm. are you know logical and Aren't broken, but for some reason in biology they can break everything and redefine things. And I'm always like, ah. <laughs> you know, I just I'm like, uh. I I actually remember in my microbiology class when I was in college, there were just some things I was like to my to my professor, and you know she was brilliant, but I kept saying mm-hmm. this doesn't make sense i was like mm-hmm. and i kept failing this test oh, and gosh. over and over and over and and it was on evolution and i remember just saying miss dr lee i remember no, dr lee i was like yeah. dr. Lee, this doesn't make sense this part is not uh-uh. doesn't follow this and she was and she would just be like no 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 no. you have to figure it out that's what it is and i'm like mm-hmm. can you explain it to me again maybe i maybe right. i'm just not reading it right
2: right
1: yes i i'm, I'm telling you a month later she walked into the classroom, uh-huh. the same thing that I was struggling with. Yeah. She walked into class and said, there's a new discovery. This uh-huh. thing that I was struggling on uh-huh. was, was literally disbanded. It was uh-huh. not. And I'm like,
2: so the thing you, the thing that she was trying to teach you was wrong. Correct. No, no, wonder correct. you were confused. <laughs> and
1: I was like, And I remember going, I told you. I told you in the middle of class. I was pissed. oh no Oh, I was angry because I was failing the class. Uh, So she had to go back and redo the grades because Uh, I was like, Oh, didn't make sense. I didn't didn't follow any of you were
2: real hotheaded high school, weren't you?
1: Oh, high (laughs) school high school, college.
2: (laughs) yeah okay, you know yeah <laughs> but
1: anyways, yeah so you know I I, I love what you're doing I love how, I love the approach that you're taking mm-hmm. and just you know how you come you know how you're thinking about it so yeah. where can where can families connect with you where can they find your resources and be able to register mm-hmm. for one of your classes
2: So so we don't teach classes oh, okay um, homeschoolers can use our system. Just go on to blackbirdcode.com wow. and, Uh sign up. Just pay by the month, 10 bucks a month to use oh, wow. the system. And that, you know, if you're just like learning at home with your kids, you know, so parents, you and your kids can learn to code together on wow. Blackbird Code. If you are, you know, if you are a teacher who's listening to this, we do have systems set up for teachers to manage classes and, you know, supervise what their students are doing and all that kind of stuff. So then you can, you can click on, you know, I'm a teacher and sign up for a teacher account. In either case, you know, we're happy to help. At Blackboard Code, we support all of our students on the material. This is not something that most people are going to be able to say, but the system is friendly enough that most of the time people can just learn from the system. If you're having trouble, you're more than welcome to email us at mm. info at com or support at com, and and we'll help you. You know, we'll 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 explain things. There's a question mark on the bottom right hand corner of your screen when you're using Blackbird and it'll you know, you just click on it and you can ask a question. We'll get back to you within about a day or so with an answer.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I will put all your links in your show notes page and they'll be able to just click and go. So as we're wrapping up, Ness, what is one takeaway you want to leave with our listeners from our conversation today?
2: You and your kids can learn to code. Do, you don't have to give up because you've had the kind of negative experiences. Many people have had very negative experiences learning to code. That mm-hmm. really is very, very common. And it does not have to be that way. If you find a friendly system, then you really can learn to code. You don't have to give up on it. You know, there are around around the world at any given moment, there are thousands of people saying to themselves oh my god i just can't learn this this stuff i'm not this kind of person i can't mm. do it i don't know what i was thinking that i could that i could learn this mm. you know and it's just it's just criminal that mm. that's what we've gotten ourselves into it does not need to be that way we just need friendly systems for learning coding so Love um, it. i really want to help all the people that want to learn to code to learn it Teachers, students, parents, everybody, that's what the site is there for, and we will help you.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Ness. It's been great chatting with you and learning so much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a great conversation. Thanks, Bex.
1: If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast,